This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Rick Rowland. You have no idea what this song is, do you? It's Rick Astley. Think it up. <laughs> any other guy, I just want to tell you what I'm feeling. It's my Rick Astley impression. <laughs> Never going to give you up. I said loud enough. No, but does it seem like you're supposed to do your head like this while you listen to this? You can do a little bit of the guys from Saturday Live. <laughs> is that who that is? Not this song. That was the What Is Love song. Oh. It hurts you. Got a little frog in his throat sounding. Oh, so long. I don't know why this song's so popular. It became the Rick Roll, became popular for like, you'd be watching one video and then this video would pop up. That's called a Rick Roll. That's the kind of crap white people watch. <laughs> I'm trying to hear what he talk. What is he? What's what's the meaning of it? What he trying to do? Okay, I hear it. No, he's not gonna. Okay. He's not gonna yeah. let his woman go. I think I it's obvious. He's gonna be a good man. I can hear it. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out what he was talking about. There you go. But it was cool. No way. You going to go download this? Who, me? Yeah, you going to put this on in the pool. <laughs> now, now that this is the thing, right, are they already broke up or is he trying to stay no. together? And he's saying he's, this? I think he's or, just reconfessing his commitment. Yeah, that's good. To his lady friend. Yeah. It's hour two, by the way. Did you imagine Nicole Bateman has a serious, she has a serious life. Yeah. And she's sitting on hold listening to this conversation. <laughs> It's one of my favorite songs, though. So. It's a good song. Okay, okay. Well, at least it's a good song with a great sitting, message. At least she's not sitting there going, "I got crap to do," and these guys <laughs> and these dudes are playing around. We've been talking about this Rick Ashley song for two damn minutes. I am the president of the, of the EDC. Well, one of I'm the funniest up. things I think I saw during the campaign season was a an ad for not a paid ad, but one of those uh, like a Fake meme ad. or whatever yeah. PNG of. Uh, of Rick Astley, 2020, and it said, you know, I'm never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Yes. All his campaign points. I like it. Stuff. Astley, 2024. That's right. Uh, Nicole Bateman's with us. How's it going? Good. You've had a busy week. Excellent. You've had a busy week. You've, you've had a lot going on here. Yeah. It, yesterday was an exciting day for a big announcement for the community. So give me the gist for people that maybe didn't catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ADM and uh, a company called Innova Feed, one word. Uh, am I saying that right? You said it right. Innova mm-hmm. Feed. Uh, we, we, we got bottom line. We got a, a new business coming to town. A new business coming to town. That's right. So it's a French bioscience company called Innova Feed and they make insect protein. So. Follow along here. Think think of a circle. Yep. And so you got the black soldier fly. The back black soldier fly will uh, lay larvae, okay. and then um, they will collect the larvae. And out of that, they extract a protein that will be put into fish food. They also extra- extract oils that will replace uh, palm oil in uh, the swine industry food and in poultry food, oh and then they use the feces, which they call frass, 
from better, the soldier fly, okay. better word, frass, much yeah. fancier. They'll <laughs> use the frass then as organic fertilizer to grow the corn, which feeds the black soldier fly to start the process all over again. Oh, my goodness. So there's very little waste in their entire process, um, which is pretty cool. And then the way that they um, co-locate their model with major, you know, starch producers like ADM uh, will allow them to also use some of the ADM byproduct waste to reduce their overall carbon footprint. So it's really neat. It's very cutting edge. Um, They use a lot of... um, a lot of high-tech mechanical uh, type processes in that entire process. So it's it's really it's really cool. There's some cool videos out there on Outicator. I encourage everybody to go check it out because we're talking about making insect protein. I, I know it gives people a little bit of the EBGBs, but it's it's actually pretty awesome. It's not cutting up insects, though. Yeah, it's not. Mm. Um, is does every step of this process is it all going to happen in Decatur? It is. Mm-hmm. It'll all That's happen right here. The um, larva thing and the and the froth yep. thing. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll all happen here in their for, facility in Decatur. Now I they told you you're funny, man. Frass for fly duty. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Frass. So fancy. <laughs> See, the fancy frass. Um, wow. So they do have two production facilities. They have a production facility and a pilot plant in France right now. Okay. Yesterday, they actually additionally commissioned their production plants as well as announcing their first international facility, which will be in Decatur. Wow. And Is so, this ADM's yeah, doing? Uh, I mean, do, do we thank ADM for this? <laughs> yes, yes. So um, they have looked at Innovafeed, um, knew that the United States offered great potential for growth for them, and that was going to be their target market for their international expansion. So they looked at six different states and the large corn producers in those states. Um, obviously, here in Decatur, we have, um, I believe, the largest in the country corn producer in ADM. And mm-hmm. so uh, that was obviously a, you know, a, a large appeal um, because an ADM will also be able to um, support their expansion efforts, you know, in another two or three years. And so that was very, obviously, very appealing to them. So ADM started the relationship with them, and then a few months into it, they introduced Inova Feeds leadership team to the EDC, and then we began working with them. Um, they had already had a site identified, of course, so that was mm. helpful, but um, they needed connections to all of the additional pieces that would, you know, potentially make this work. And so um, we worked with them over the last 15 months, which um, – you know, in a pandemic right now feels like 15 years, but yeah. 15 months is actually a pretty um, quick turnaround from an introduction to an announcement mm. in economic development. So, yeah, so we've been working with them to, you know, line up all the connections, make the introductions, um, which was pretty unique because oftentimes when you're working with a company, you're usually working with a third-party site selector or a third-party sure. agency, so you don't yeah. get to work directly with the company necessarily um but we got to do that here which is great because now it really feels like a true partnership so when they are boots on the ground here and starting to turn dirt you know we're we've been in it from the beginning with them and so um that i think is just going to help things go smoother and expedite the entire process how much uh construction is going to take place i'm sorry how much construction do they do they need to do to build Oh, they'll yeah, they'll do it. I mean, it's they'll be building um, from a from a field right now, a field of grass, 
uh, they'll be building the entire thing. So it'll create about 400 indirect jobs. Mm-hmm. Out of yeah. Yep. So through the construction phase and then the support phase after, um, there's a there's a ripple effect, or we call it a multiplier, when you talk about the number of direct jobs that they're going to have, which will be um, around 140 jobs at first, and then once they do their second phase, it'll be about 280 or 300 jobs. Nice. Um, and then you take that and you multiply that out because you think of and you think of um, Decatur in general, right? So you have your, you know, your major manufacturers that have a bunch of employees, but think of all the supporting industries that that support those functions of those companies. Mm, and so that's right. where those multipliers come into effect. And so, you know, when they're at, you know, their capacity here at, you know, around 300 employees, that's an additional 400 jobs because there's in manufacturing and food production, there's a multiplier of over one. So. Well, that's something. So you're just sitting in your office one day, like a year and a half ago, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, okay, it's time to start learning about fly larvae and protein yeah. and protein." <laughs> yeah. When I think of that, I think, I think even... of a, a a a bug lifting weights and taking a protein <laughs> right. shake <laughs> and drinking high yeah, alkaline right. water. <laughs> exactly, a rainbow bug. You know, like <laughs> so. This is good, and and, and so. Uh, Picking Decatur, I mean, what was it? Was it were, were they kind of on Decatur from the get go because of ADM's connection? Uh, yeah. Or did so we get chosen was, over? Yeah, but, no, but we had. I mean, we were competing with it um, when it came down to it. Um, I, there were, I know, at least us and another state. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I think that there was probably another one in there. I know that they had looked at six six or so sites and six or so different states, but it really did come down between us and another and. Um, at the end of the day, they they chose Decatur for for a lot of reasons. ADM obviously the number one reason. Um, they've good, they're going to have a great partnership there. ADM yeah. and their assets and their volume can support, you know, what their ultimate goals are and their production goals. Um, but we also have you know the export capabilities literally across the street. So yeah. that's going to be really helpful to their efforts as well. Um, and then, of course, the workforce, which is a huge attraction. Uh, we know how to make stuff. We know how to produce. We know this is this is right in our wheelhouse. And so, um, yeah, so Decatur for a lot of reasons. And, you know, the relationship that we were able to develop, I think, gave them confidence, too, that if they pick Decatur, they know that once the announcement's made, our relationship doesn't end. It doesn't stop. I mean, this this is really just the beginning. Now we gotta now we gotta yeah. build it, right? And we gotta find the employees. And um, so I think that they felt confident in the partnership that they've created, you know, with all of us involved in the in the process. You know, the city of Decatur, the EDC, the state of Illinois, ADM, obviously at the heart of that. How how many? Uh, I, I feel like. If you're people in the know, you're going to know. And and I, I don't know how small your group is of people that knew that we were even being considered for this. But does this happen very often that we're considered for a place and we get down to maybe the final five and we don't get chosen? Does that happen and we don't know about it? Yes. And, and yes, is that, that just that's... don't get people's hopes up mm-hmm. so we don't need to announce it yet kind of things? Exactly. Yeah, you never, you never want to announce something until you are sure – Sure, sure, that it is happening, and that there are, you know, um, agreements in place, and e- even at that, sometimes projects will fall through. But yeah, yeah I mean, there have been several projects, and we've, you know, we, we've been a finalist, and and Decatur doesn't get picked for one reason or the other. Usually, we're able to follow up, and we'll know, you know, why we aren't picked, and it's not 
necessarily because we've done anything wrong. They just had, yeah. you know, they felt like they had an advantage somewhere else. And typically it's not, we're not losing to somewhere else in the region or even in the state. Usually they're going to a completely different region of the country. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that does. Well, you don't, does you don't, you don't want unnecessary, you don't want unnecessary negativity either. So I understand why why well, not no. bring it up, but I really I brought it up to make it a, a positive because I bet we're I think of this as like uh, the Illinois basketball program they they weren't getting top recruits to even consider Illinois, and then John Gross got a bunch of top recruits to consider Illinois, got the Illinois hat on the table. Now they weren't being picked. I'm guessing are we in that wave of Decatur's got the hat on the table uh, more we and are. more? So you're like proud of it, but it's yep. not necessarily everything's not announceable. Exactly. Yeah. And it really, you think of it, it's it's Decatur, but it's it's our entire central Illinois region. Mm-hmm. I mean, look yeah. at all the yeah. cool things that central Illinois is on the map again. And that mm-hmm. then strengthens Decatur chances That's huge. for yeah. getting these types of projects. I mean, they, you've got the big um, power plant announcement over in Springfield. Um, even, you know, you've got the work going on at the um, at the Rivian factory in Bloomington Normal. They just announced that um, Chocolate Factory Ferrero is going to um, have a Plants really? there, chocolate plants. Uh huh. They announced that yesterday as mm-hmm. well, and of course, all the awesome work happening in Peoria and Champaign and Tuscola. I mean, there's just so much happening in Central Illinois, and and you're right, our our hats on the table now. And you know, thankfully, our um, economies are diverse enough that we don't often find ourselves competing for the same projects um, when it comes down to the wire. And we're all super supportive, and we're all promoting one another anyway because we know that our workforce will travel you know, up to 45 miles typically for a job because there's no traffic here and the cost of living is low. So people will travel for work. So we're promoting the workforce yeah. um, really in in the region. And they're all doing, well, those communities are doing the same. And so a win for a decatur is a win for all of those communities and, and vice versa. It's nice it's to get exciting. a win. Yeah. Really nice to get a win once in a while, right? Almost definitely. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always it's great funny. to get a win. went to pick up um, uh, a copy of the paper. I was running into Kroger real quick and put it on the conveyor belt and the attendees picked it up and she looked at it she goes, ah, heard about this. This seems, uh, seems kind of weird. I said, well, you know, and it, <laughs> it felt good to tell her a little bit about it. And she's like, oh, well, that's not so bad. I, I think people yeah. were mistaken at first. They thought that insect protein meant like for human consumption. Well, I, I kind of noticed that on social media. We're chopping so, up actual worry, insects. So. That was the, the first tweet to the Now Decatur story post was, yeah, so they're chopping up, I think the guy was making a joke, <laughs> but so they're chopping up insects and feeding them to the animals. It's like, that's also not what you told us. So. No, no. <laughs> but even if they did, I mean, like, crickets are a source of protein now. So, I mean, if you... Oh, they are. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, who knows? Maybe a Nova feed will get into the human insect protein uh Someday we can ship it up to be. There are cricket potato chips. There there are chips made of cricket protein powder that I have seen. That stuff is just terrible. Yeah. Sister Sister Nicole, it must be such a reward to work for a a company that is so innovative and and you get to hear and see and create new and brand new things and and get to share new information with the, the, not just the city, but the county and can you do something about area. getting the light to stay on a little Can longer? You get that, see, Eric and I, we we got this we wanna, Venus and Ferb type type we, situation going. We wanna, We're trying to keep the sunlight. Yeah, can we just move the clocks to where, yeah, like, can right we do now that? it would be six? Nicole, we, just, we know that you can get it done. <laughs> we know that I'll you can do it. To-do list. <laughs> yeah. Can you change how the whole world uh, revolves around the sun? Can you do something? I would love that. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I'm on it. But yeah, to echo Courtney's sentiment, I, I'm sure that you're yeah. really enjoying what you're doing right now when you get a few of these W's. 
I am. You know, it's it's super rewarding because at the end of the day, we know that those projects that come to Decatur, and I say Decatur specifically, and make and making county, right? So our direct area is going to benefit our neighbors, mm-hmm. our friends, our families, people we don't know. And at some point, it's going to change somebody's family tree, yeah. right? With all the opportunity that is abound in the community right now, some family trees can be changed and there mm-hmm. can be prosperity and there's going to be, you know, longevity beyond any of us. And so that's why, you know, this work is so rewarding because we know that it's going to make a difference. And, um, and you know, you can't really put, you know, a, a price tag on that. It's, um, it's pretty not- awesome. Pretty awesome. DecaturEDC.com is a website. If you want to know, if you want to get on the end, you can you can pick up the uh, newsletter every month via email and just check the head there and uh, and check everything out on the website and go from there. Anything else you want to hit on, Nicole? Yeah, I don't think so. There's a lot of excitement out there. So uh, thanks for everybody's support, obviously, and uh, keep talking positive about the community. So I know that's thanks for teaching us about fly larvae and fly. What was that called? From frost. F R A S S frost protein for that's bugs. A, that's French for fly poopy. <laughs> fly poopy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. We'll talk to you soon. So long, Nicole. Thanks, guys. See ya. EDC's Nicole Bateman. If you missed that conversation, be available at Naticator.com and on your uh, Naticator Facebook and Twitter pages and all that good stuff. I really like that comparison I had about Decatur. We our hats on the table now because yeah, I really I, think that's. The closest thing you can use that, by the way, Nicole. If you want to use that, <laughs> Nicole, Decatur. Our she's hats. Doing are, such a we got our hats job. on the table. She's doing such a phenomenal job, man. Up until oh, the whole Nicole, crew, no one. I didn't know that Decatur was such a a, a, a great place for agri business and agriculture until Nicole highlighted that. You know those those typical uh, th- those uh, avenues because if if we don't know that that exists like agriculture exists and we won't know to go get an agriculture type job yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and up until cole and andrew and brandy are there yeah. now and that's where the, the uh, work that they're doing is phenomenal and, and nicole replaced um my man i'm seeing his face <laughs> Mc, ryan mccrady ryan right? mccrady yeah. it was just funny to watch you do that you did your hand Gosh. like it was like you were pointing i knew i, I knew it was mick yeah. i was like mick 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 i couldn't ryan I can't. mccrady he's such a good guy man he's such a good guy yeah that's a good crew and yeah. started you know the crew before you know those they've replaced and time marches on and uh they continue to do great things so i want to have andrew taylor on the air just to to make fun of how fast he talks Okay, <laughs> that's my buddy. <laughs> he 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 provided us with the scorpion jalapenos. Oh, that came from him. That came from him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well. of course, he's my school board brother, and uh, he just talks so fast. I'm like Andrew, I can't hear what you're saying, man. You talk so fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he if they talk so fast, you don't get it. You talk pretty fast. Oh, for, I didn't know that. That's what he said. I, I mean, I I wouldn't say you talk too fast to understand, but. Right, yeah, you got But a fast yeah. talker should be able to understand a fast talker. You should at least mm-hmm. be in the same wheelhouse of understanding each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been around a real slow talker? They take just oh, a bunch of pauses. Gosh, dude. Yeah. Man. And, uh, and then you'd like wait for it and you're not trying to be rude with your eye gestures like, okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> but you finish, you start finishing every one of their sentences. I, li- I love when my brother, elder brother Jason gets, um, like excited about something, he starts to stutter. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, Tad Al, what's up? No, no, I better stop because he's a lot. He's an eight-time world champion bench presser. He, the boy can 
smash me with his pointer finger, so I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> That's funny, too. We're going to ask a guy next. Ask a guy. Who was our first winner, Dom? Did you get a winner there earlier? We got two left of these. Yeah, we got Jim Kaufman. Jim Kaufman. Congratulations, Jim. We're going to open up the phone lines again for one more winner here. We got one more before the, the show ends. We're, we, uh, it's our final day of the Good Neighbor Giveaway, courtesy of State Farm Agents Rob Lippick, Allie Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. 875-1340 is the number. Call right now. The winner's going to go to Mike Mandrell slash Rob's office on Pershing Road uh, sometime next week and pick up a winner. And uh, it's a $25 gift card to somewhere local in town, and you get to choose from what's left. So 875-1340, become a winner right now. We go to break, come back, we ask a guy, but right now we get a peek at a three-day weather forecast as well. What's going on out there through the weekend, Rev? Today was partly sunny with a high near 64. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 41 and a chance of late showers. On Saturday, mostly cloudy and rain later on with a high near 48. And on Sunday, a 40% chance of rain and mostly cloudy with a high near 46. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, The Rev. Courtney Carson, stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. And please wear your mask and stay healthy. When you talk about tires, you're talking about numbers, tire size, speed rating, load index, air pressure. But there's really only one number you need to know for tires. That's 877-5051, the phone number for Smith Tire Company. Just tell us what kind of vehicle you drive, and we'll go over the numbers with you. When you have as much experience as we have at Smith Tire Company, we know what all the numbers mean. So see Smith Tire Company today at 2119 East Pershing Road, or call us at 877-5051. That's the only number you'll need to know for tires. Hi, this is JR from Speed Lube, and we know if you've got a diesel truck, you love it and want to take good care of it. And there is no better way than with Shell Rotella Motor Oil from Speed Lube. Whether you need T5 synthetic blend or T6 full synthetic oils for your truck, Speed Lube has you covered. And we will have you back on your way faster than anyone with no appointment necessary. And should your truck need more, we at Speed Lube can handle that too. But keep your diesel truck powering along at its best with Shell Rotella Motor Oil and your next oil change is Speed Lube with six Decatur area locations to serve you. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers & Company with the United Way Update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way Update every Thursday, presented by Tate & Lyle. Improving lives for generations. We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of The Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. Cataracts affect 50% of adults between 65 and 74, and the effects can start as early as age 55. Cataracts may be common, but that doesn't mean they can't be corrected. At Gailey Eye Clinic, we understand that every eye is slightly different in size, depth, and curvature. That's why we offer a customized, tailored treatment just for you. See the world clearly, the way it was meant to be. Schedule a consultation for cataract surgery at GaileyEyeClinic.com. Gailey Eye Clinic. Focused on you. 
This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecanter.com. All right, you got to go. It's on you. It's on you. I mean, that's Chico stuff. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? <laughs> when I first met Elise, I, I, I bet her $100 she couldn't sing this song, and she did. Born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, backsling, relaxing, all cool, and then shooting some b-ball outside of the school. And a couple of guys, they were looking so good. Thought I'd make real life to all of it. And my mom got scared. He said, you moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Uh, what was that? Oh, this the, this like the song. That's the full version. I don't know the full version. Man, yeah, that was different. That's like two minutes. That's like an actual Fresh Prince. Oh, okay, this thing real good. Yeah, I don't know this. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows this part. Hmm. I don't even know if Will remembers it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was whistle for a cab, and when I got near, the lights were placing fresh and had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was there, and I thought, y'all forget it, your home's a Bel Air. Yeah. Courtney, the funniest thing was when Eric did this with T-Mac during a uh, Milliken, what was it, was it basketball or football? It was some blowout. It was a blowout <laughs> game, and the game just wasn't interesting, so they just started rapping Fresh Prince. No, we talked it. We talked it, they talked it, we, that's we right. We talked it like it was happening. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah. I ain't, I've never heard this. It was just like, hey, you know, he was uh, he's from West Philadelphia, born and raised. And T-Mac would be like, all right, we're on the playgrounds where he'd spend most of his days. <laughs> and we went back and forth and got through almost the whole song. It was a blowout. It was. It this was is why great. Wesley and people hate me. We had no idea. <laughs> we had I had no time. idea what was going on in the game anymore. <laughs> but I don't think there was any major updates because I I'll just your home smell you later. That was finally there. It's time to ask a guy. Ask a guy. Ask a guy. Promoting conversation between races. There's nothing wrong with not knowing everything about each mm-hmm. other. There's nothing wrong with accepting we're a little different, but we are in a way also all the same, and we're inquisitive as to each other, right? And things we may uh, may wonder. Now you've only got one, right? I got one. I got one. We we kind of really discussed it. Earlier in our uh, dialogue, and uh, it's yeah, I got I got one. Well, I got two, so I'll give you one, and then you can give me that one, and then uh-huh. I'll give you my other one. Gotcha. So, uh, all right. So my my first one is pretty simple. It's not mm-hmm. it's not even that funny. It will be to you because everything's funny to you. <laughs> but how come? I'm not going to say everybody does it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm driving down the street and there's somebody a third of the way through traffic or two-thirds of the way through traffic, not crossing at a crosswalk. How how come most of the time that is a black guy? <laughs> <laughs> just crossing the street anywhere that he wants to cross. And, you, and But you guys are just, you're these guys are fearless. I'm not saying it's everybody. Eric, you haven't heard, man? Fearless. They'll but, just walk, you'll cross the first lane. I and think then this let, is accurate. And no. let cars pass in the second lane. I'm like, man, I, you guys this are. This is accurate. It happened twice today to me. It was Dumb, you haven't heard, Dumb? Well, you know. Dumb, know. you black. I, I've heard. I'm just saying. Eric, that you haven't accurate. heard. I'm just saying he's accurate. You haven't heard. I don't know what you're going to say. Dumb, you haven't heard. <laughs> Nobody's going to say heard what? Uh, heard what? 
We own the streets. <laughs> <laughs> we own those streets. You know what you don't own? Getting hit by a vehicle. <laughs> At least they think they, they own. They the did streets. a really good job, though. They never. They're they're perfect. Like you know, I, they can weave in and out. But I, how do you trust traffic? They wait right before, and then like they get right up to your car, and then you pass, and they're right there. There's a lot fine. of there's a there's a lot of dark clothing when associated at night. <laughs> I don't got the answer. People drink and drive all the time. All the time. <laughs> they obviously trust the uh like the actual- car more than they trust that uh weight <laughs> that that sign that got the hand right there, like do not walk. Well they don't even we're not we're talking about people that don't even know where that sign is. They don't go to the end they of just the, go straight they don't go to the corner street. and cross. Oh yeah, ain't no corner there's no going to the man, no no one is taught to go to the corner and I'll cross. I'll cross the street. the street in the middle of the street and not use that if if the traffic is if I'm on the way to the corner. Mm-hmm. And I guess the only place I really walk anywhere at all would be if I had to go to the to the post office downtown here. Yeah. So I'll walk straight across the street if there's no traffic. But if there is traffic, I'll go to the crosswalk because that's how I'm going to get across the street the fastest. Man, no. Because I'm not going to cross during traffic on 51. I'm coming up 51 North all the time. There's no crosswalk signs in the hood, man. <laughs> so I get so that. Much, but so. What, what is and, and, and so I think I think it actually does bother some people. That, that, oh yeah. But I'm actually talking about. What's with the bravery? Oh, man. I realize that you don't want to wait, but man, like guys that are in between traffic, <laughs> that is that, that gutsy. Is, that is some brave stuff, man. I guess. You Especially know, when the, when the, we're talking about speed limits, like 40, 45 miles an hour. These aren't no, like. No, no, in real truth, they feel like they're, they're pedestrians. They have the right of way. There's, there's an entitlement that happens. But why are you trusting these people in these cars? <laughs> is my question. I'm not complaining about the fact that I'm just saying y'all are crazy. <laughs> y'all are crazy. <laughs> y'all are crazy to trust these people oh, driving. Man, you know how many good. people are putting on makeup or changing their music or checking their phone or eating? That's good. But the, And you're the, talking about you're two feet away from getting hit by a car going forty five miles an hour? <laughs> All right, what's your That's what's, a tough situation. Mine a little ask mine a white is, guy. Ask a white guy. Mine is uh, a little different. Mine is a little not not a little different, but I think that is it's not as funny as our ask a guys were because I was just thinking about this the other day. No. Is is there a significant fear? Not with us because we do it, but is there a significant fear of having the uh, racial conversation or cross cultural conversation? And and is the do you feel like the fear is greater in white folks? The whole reason we started this? No, no, not reason why we started this, but 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 the whole reason. Yes, yes, definitely the whole reason we started this. Do you is the fear? Does the fear come from more of uh, the white white people than African American people or black people? What do you think? Because I see, you know, black folks they they quickly say, "Man, white folks," but do is I think white people are very ignorant to your life. (laughs) Seriously, no. That's Ign- yeah, ignorant. Yeah. The correct definition of the term as it, yeah. as not knowing, and we mm-hmm. and as 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 a as a race, we've learned a lot in the last probably twelve months. I mean, this so how may, come the questions just don't go out? Like how we interact? I, I think that, I think there is a fear of offending. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a. I, even the way I ask some of these questions, I get worried I might offend you know somebody that could be listening, somebody older. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, the last thing you want to do is offend somebody because that's never what any of this is. Right. You should know we're doing that. You know, the way we do things here, me and you, we're having fun. That's probably not how you should approach a person like a coworker. If you want to be like, ah, let's, I'm going to start this with uh, Greg at work and ask mm-hmm. him, hey, what's up with black guys doing this? That's probably not how you should do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're like, hey, are you open to open dialogue? <laughs> 
You right. know, you know, like, like we should talk about, and then you probably start with some serious topics, and then, you know, then friendships. Because this you got to be friends with somebody before you talk to each this other the is way we are right now. But, almost definitely, yeah. or not, or just have a conversation. Hey, hey, I Unless got you a know that person you. understands. Yeah. Hey, let's have fun. I just feel like there's a lot of, you know, a, a level of fear that happens when this conversation. Or people tend to. I think there's a fear of, of offending. A fear of offending. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of white people that respect and understand. They might not even know that. They might not even know the oppression. They just know. It's been hell being black for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to have the conversation. Just how, yeah. ask the question. Honestly, I, I put a long Facebook post out in middle of the pandemic a, a week after George Floyd. I just felt like I hadn't said anything. And it was a whole lot of how do you mm-hmm. get all your feelings out yeah. when you're the, a white guy that supports all these people that you know and love of color mm-hmm. and see them genuinely hurting. I mean, right. genuine. I mean, talking to my, you know, you know, my friends about having serious conversations. We've never had serious conversations. Yeah. And about, you know, how you have to uh, approach how you go out in public. Mm-hmm. And it's like stuff white people would never think of. Right. Or even just have have I been doing this all along with my own friends feeling inferior to people of color? Or I, I, I don't think I've felt inferior to, to my friends of color. Mm-hmm. But has it looked like that? By the way that I am, just as a fun, joking, jovial person, right? So that I, it kind of worried me, and all that was. And I also highly support the, you know, the police. Mm-hmm. It's like how do you how do you support everybody? So that was part of my post. There's just a lot of ignorance, and it's. I think you know how do you tell. Even when we get into these conversations, mm-hmm. there's problems with police in this country, but we're really happy about the police that we have in this county. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I mean, so mm-hmm. it's. But that doesn't mean to say there hasn't been some people pulled over in this county for reasons that they maybe shouldn't have been. Right, right. So it, it's – I think everybody – that's there's a, there's right there. There's a fear of offending. Right. You don't want to fear your cop buddy. So how do we don't, get past what we've been talking about up until – you I know, think we're doing it. We are for sure. I think – and, you know, we're – we. Right. I, I think we as a nation are doing it. That was part of the, th- the question I asked Jonathan Jackson. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like the racial conversation is dying down? Because it shouldn't. Right. We just got to keep talking. We just we have to continue that. And conversation. it doesn't have to necessarily be silent protest, but we just mm-hmm. got to keep realizing and and hopefully police they they continue to train in a way that that doesn't risk the life of somebody who isn't risking the life of that police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no, you know the excuses that you, you mentioned those excuses earlier. Those excuses that you hear some white people make in the Mike Brown case or. Or, or, or what? None yeah. of them are excuses. Um, well, he should have done what the cop said. He should have laid down and he wouldn't have got thrown down on the ground. I get that, but and none of those excuses equal that man should die. For right, that. right, most definitely. So I think that, that that's like where the line is drawn. Mm-hmm. So, but the, those excuse makers, you just want to take that dialogue out of their out of their mouth. Yeah. So I think we're having a great dialogue. Yeah. I think today, in in today, as as a, as a country, nation, we're doing pretty yeah, good. we're having some good dialogue. Well, the now. election was. Mm-hmm. It's 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 unfortunate that the election almost became the same lines as the race. You, you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. the, the race conversation, and it's like, gosh, we we almost feel as split Republican Democrat as we did supporting the black the Black Lives Matter movement or just ending racial hate. I think there's a couple different things there, but the bottom line is ending ending hate for people for the color of their skin. Period. It could be the Black Lives Matter movement. It could mm-hmm. be whichever way you want to approach it. 
but either way, you're you're aware of everything that's happening. And, uh, just ending hate, period. But it almost felt Republican and Democrat-ish. Oh, even yeah. though you know there's a lot of people on each side of the of the uh, political party side mm-hmm. that are going to cross over to that. I don't know how to change it. You know, I guess, I, but I but I think it's just I felt a lot more helpless for this country in the racial conversation uh, four months ago. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot better now. Right, and it's. Ultimately, not ultimately, but probably because we're having conversation. It's us, I think, and it's watching yeah. other people talk. And yeah, it's watching one conversation at a time. Yeah, you know, it, definitely. It's, it's, it's an watching. honest conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's watching peaceful protests go, go down and good mm-hmm. things happening, and and these videos of police marching with protests. There's a lot of good ones, uh, and then you see the. And then I realize there are there is looting going on. Those aren't the people. Those aren't the same people. They're not the same people. Just because they're black right. people looting. Or black people rioting. Those aren't yep. the same people. They're not in support of the same thing. They're taking mm-hmm. advantage of a situation to create harm and to steal stuff. And those are those are people that are doing criminal activity. That's mm-hmm. not the same story. It's not the same story, right? But a lot of people want to lump everything into one side or the other. Right. You know, and, and how often do we see that in every, everything? Yeah, and, but, and then that that uh, negative story gets told more than the positive one. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So individuals yeah. are more prone to do some silly negative stuff because. And then because of that, we the stop, most, just yeah. stop talking about it as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then all we're doing is just waiting for the next guy to get killed. Right. Waiting for the next. That's good. Thing. So I, it's like just keep. You know, it get, gets a little quiet. Holidays come along. The weather gets cold. It's nice. We haven't had another nationally known situation. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and and maybe it'll be bad apple linked, or mm-hmm. maybe it'll just be an accident. But there's going to be another situation where we're going to have to have conversations. Uh, and you also have to ask for patience to let these things play out too. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Philadelphia one, there was a lot of jump to. I mean, they jumped on that night, and you know, and I, we didn't. I didn't even know the story yet. You know, so anyway, that's good. Uh, that's we're, good. we're going out on a high note because I got to know one other thing. <laughs> What's going on? Ask a guy is getting real. This does not count our sheriff. <laughs> does not count our sheriff. <laughs> There's always exceptions to every rule. The sheriff is an exception to this rule. Uh-huh. What's up? What's going on? Talk to me. Why has it always got to be Rottweilers and pit bulls? <laughs> those are the golden best. retriever is a beautiful dog. Those are the best dogs, man. Those are the best dogs. Man. It doesn't. Listen, it's been proven. You can literally train a pit bull to be any other dog, but you can't train any other dog to be a pit bull. Those, that's how smart pit bulls are. And they're naturally. You watch tell me this. it's literally from that. Listen. Has nothing to pit do. Pit bulls are naturally. With pos- looking like a tough guy to have a dog on a chain. No, Scaring the crap that's, out that's of the mailman. Propaganda. No, that's, that's, that's what the media has portrayed about them lovable dogs, man. These I are know, some I of the best, beautiful, lovable, yeah. phenomenal dogs. You can train these dogs to be vicious. You can train a pit bull to act like a German Boxers shepherd. Boxers are lovable. German Shepherds are smart. Golden they Retrievers are, are beautiful dogs. But not as smart as that darn pit bull. Well, okay, then what's the deal with Rottweilers? I don't know what's going on with those things. What did, did Mike Vick or Snoop, who did this? Who did this to the people? <laughs> now, Snoop was a Doberman. Well, he was a pit bull guy. Owner, though. But, yeah, a yeah, pit bull owner, but he like he looked like a Doberman pitcher. <laughs> Sorry, Snoop. You know, border, Chubby looked like a Rottweiler. Border, border Collie is a, is, a, is a kind of, there's Dalmatians <laughs> out there. There's a now you know Chubby's a little bitty baby dog, whisper rat dog type. Exception to the rule. But he 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 grew up with pit bulls. 
Yeah. He grew up with Pitbull the rapper? Is that what you said? No, he grew up with oh, Pitbulls. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, but you, man. I'm a little dog guy. I always thought I'd be a big dog guy, but. I can't believe that you, like, when I look at you and Chubby, I just know y'all got big dogs, man. It's just because of where I lived when I got her. She's 16 years old. I mean, man. Might have been a different story if, if, uh. I miss my dog so much, man. Dogs are the best. Dude, I miss my dog. I, you know what I don't like? I, love I dogs. don't like people that keep their dogs outside, man. I'm sorry. I love oh, everybody, yeah. but it's hard. I mean, I, it's well, I mean, you can let him run around outside for 30 minutes to an hour. That, but he got to come on back inside. Man. Yeah. Maybe if they, if, when they want to, if they come to the door and they want to come in, they should come in. It, I don't know who to blame for dogs that don't stop barking because sometimes I blame the <laughs> owner, but also sometimes maybe that dog just a bad apple. Yeah, my dog used to bark at everybody that came to the door. Well, barking at people that come to the door is one yeah, thing. I used to but, love it. But dogs would just maybe bark at every sound they hear. I mm-hmm. could understand being like, put this dog outside. Yeah. But I've never had that issue in my life. Yeah. I had an old English sheepdog as a kid. That's funny that Great you dog. asked that question. <laughs> These golden doodles are adorable dogs, especially as puppies. Man. Labs. No. They're great dogs. Really? Yeah. Mm. So how come, how come it's Mike Vick's dog pen everywhere? It's Mike Pence dog being everywhere. Now, so that, I'm not sure where they got that thought. I don't know why people start fighting dogs, though. That's like harsh. Yeah. I've never fought in a dog. And I was a street dude. I've never did, did that. I really thought there was going to be somehow linked to like, you look, you look harder with a Rottweiler on the end of a chain. No. How badass I look with this pit bull. I think that's television. (laughs) Cause if you want to really look bad. You're You're telling me. Every person of color gets a pit bull is like, eh, they're the smartest dogs. I think that people get pit bulls because they're highly intelligent. And they're like, they scare people. I don't think because that, that's, that makes that's them a, that's look That's not good. a positive. No, but <laughs> I mean, because you live in where you so live at. Home so, people, so home security. People see a pit bull and they're like, oh, I'm walking the other way. I have people not wanting to come in my okay, house. That makes more sense bull. to yeah, me than they're, they're definitely. Yeah, they're a smart animal. But if animal. you see a collie. <laughs> or a lab, a lab. They all, they all bite strangers. No, these dogs look so fluffy and cute. <laughs> you see Lassie coming to the door. You are, ain't running. Pi- like, pi- hey, Lassie. Our pit bulls are pretty expensive, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. My, well, mine was. I don't know about and, anybody. And yeah. they're expensive to upkeep. Oh, for sure. And they don't live as long. I think, you know. They don't. Yeah. Cause all, everything from the bulldog family. And is, you have, you gain attachment. Well, any dog, you have an attachment issue, but. That's a bad I, thing about not, you know. My God, man. Yeah. My, I love my pit, and they're just naturally built. These are a lot of reasons to not get a pit bull. Everything I'm saying. No, go get a pit bull, and that dog will. The, pit bulls, pit bulls don't even know they're dogs. They think they're human. They think they look like I've had a nasty. dog for 16 years. <laughs> my dog could drive. <laughs> I've had a dog for two, three years less than you've had Malachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got my dog when you when you're kid. It, it you're attached. When the kid you just kicked out for a mm-hmm. pool table. When, <laughs> When he was three, I got a dog. Can you imagine yeah. having a dog that long? Man, no, I can't. But those little smaller dogs stay. They live, they, they longer. live yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah, that's why I haven't gotten another dog because I don't. My, I'm a. I get attached easily. Oh, absolutely. I don't ever want to experience another dog dying in my life. That was my best. My dog literally loved me more than my wife did. Man. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I could come home sad. My dog know I'm sad. Like, yo, yeah. what's up? Yeah, you lick my leg. Know, you know what I'm saying? Like, animals know. I come home sad with my wife. She like take out the garbage, do A, B, and C. <laughs> go get some bread. Go. I'm like, babe, I'm sad. She don't care. Go get some. <laughs> babe, I'm sad. Go get some bread. What a horrendous night at the Carson house. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. Go get some bread. Go get some bread. <laughs> 
like to dry your tears pray about it my, <laughs> wife, my wife so she's the sweetest person in the world but she harsh and when it's when it's time for me to be sad i can't be when sad. that woman is out of bread <laughs> she turns it is it is a tough house to be in oh my gosh don't come home that. sad <laughs> about your dog from 10 years ago <laughs> I'm trying to Because you will be sent to the bread store immediately. Real talk. <laughs> Her eyes turn into the lady off of. She's turning the storm off of the 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 the, the, the X Men. <laughs> That's Holly Berry, though, right? Ooh. How do we do that? How do we make them that mad? <laughs> <laughs> Who is our second winner, Dom? It was Dennis Welch. Dennis Welch, congratulations, Dennis. We got one last one left. We're gonna take our last break. Come back and put a wrap on the week. And uh, phone lines are open, 875-1340, 875-1340, the last winner of the Good Neighbor Giveaway. Been a fun month with that, month plus with Rob Lippick, Allie Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. 875-1340, paying it forward, out into the community, uh, $25 gift cards. They're all to local places, uh, either shopping or food. And uh, you'll head to Mike Mandrell's office to pick up your winning, your, your, uh, your winning gift card, and you get to choose from what's left. They're all different. Last one right now, 875-1340. As uh, we got our last break of the day on the way to break, another peak of the three-day weather forecast. The Rev, you don't have to read what it was today. Start with tonight, would you? Nobody cares how so, sunny it was today. I just want people to know that it was sunny enough to ride their bikes. If it was they a beautiful didn't, they day. missed it. You know what else? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday was also nice. It, it was, was 55. I got to read this, man. <laughs> Tonight's mostly cloudy with a low around 41 and a chance of late showers. Saturday, mostly cloudy with the rain, with a level of rain later with a high near 48. And then on Sunday, a 40% chance of rain and mostly cloudy with a high near 46. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson, stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. Wear your mask. Stay help, healthy. Happy Friday, people. Springfield Clinic is committed to providing high-quality health care along with an excellent patient experience because your health is our job. Providing value to you is our duty. And caring for those who make our community home, that's our mission. Springfield Clinic, caring for you here. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Byers & Company with the United Way update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way update every Thursday, presented by Tate & Lyle. Improving lives for generations. You're building a legacy, and you're at a point where you're moving beyond your own financial goals. You're focused on your family's security, giving to a cause you're passionate about, or even starting a foundation. Entrust Busey Wealth Management to maximize your wealth's potential. We'll provide you with the highest level of personalized service with your goals and values at the forefront. Learn more at Busey.com. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Suntan toe, tickling the sand, cold drink chilling in my right hand. Well, I'm like going out on a week note. Watching you sleep. 
I said two country songs. So that's what you get. Is this Kenny Chesney? I don't get what people like him. <laughs> at, least, at, least he does, at least he does wear cowboy hats. I'll give him that. So he represents country music. I just don't like his songs. Ever. Personal preferences, though. He likes when the sun goes down. No, right? Is he the one that was... Did he date uh, Zellweger? Was that him? Renee Zellweger? Oh, this is Uncle Cracker. I like him. My favorite version. I like Uncle Cracker, man. And I just remember I, I, I once went to a Kenny Chesney concert and Uncle Cracker was there in St. Louis. It was a rough concert to get through. Yeah, like He's got a lot of slow songs. Well, Uncle Cracker or Chesney? Uncle Chesney. Cracker, I love Follow Me. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I like Uncle, Follow Me too. Uncle Cracker was there for this one song. He, it, he wasn't like opening or anything. I'm going to have to play Follow Me next, uh, next week. Sit song. Okay. Cordy say he likes it? No, I'm, I'm, Cracker, I'm not against cool. it. I'm not against it. It's the only song you can think about Uncle Cracker, though, isn't it? I was going to say, ain't that like, that's like his <laughs> only song. <around. laughs> What's his follow-up? What was his follow-up? I have no idea. For real? Yeah, because he's a pretty He's kind sure. of a one-hit one. Is he? Not one-hit one. Not one-hit, but he didn't have a whole lot. Yeah, uh, he got another hit somewhere. Yeah, you got you got to have a hit to be a one-hit wonder. He got another hit somewhere, somewhere that just didn't, he got to be like, he got to go out like R. Kelly. He did, he was popular for Drift Away, but it's not his song. That was Dobie Gray at the beginning, so. Wow, he, that, Follow Me came out in 2000. Yeah. Uncle Cracker is 20 years. Yikes. New Chris Stapleton album's pretty good. I'm through almost all of it. Yeah, you said that the last time. I still got to check that, check that out. Do you see his Christmas commercial? That he did? I did uh, you, you've got to see. I can't remember if it was Fallon or, or Kimmel, but he did a uh, COVID Christmas special, uh, <laughs> like a commercial. And then they like threw in an album there and said, here's uh, Chris Stapleton's COVID Christmas uh, album. It had a bunch of different Christmas songs, and then they like inter- like put COVID stuff in it. It was pretty good. He's a, as soulful as a voice as there is in the game right now. And he's a country guy. He's one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just, the sheriff texted me saying, R. Kelly. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.